Amen. Good to see you this morning. Before you're seated, maybe you can look at somebody and say, man, I'm glad I'm sitting by you today. Amen. You can sit down. Maybe we can get the house lights. You may be seated this morning. Good to see everyone in church. Love to be church. Amen. Amen. How many have been in church a long, long time in your life, right? I was born on Saturday in church on Sunday. I've been here a long time. Amen. It's good to see everyone here today, especially those that are here physically with us and then those that are joining us online. So thankful for uh, you today. How many are just thankful for what God is doing in your life? Amen. And I'm going to raise your hand to heaven and say, man, God is working in my life and, and I praise God for that. Amen. So good to see everyone here today. And I'm just so privileged, really, and so honored to have with us today a special guest, my wife's grandmother, Nana. She is 92 years young. Amen. Love you. So good to have her today. She's my VIP guest today, so I wanted to recognize her and uh, those family that are with us today. We're so glad you're here with us. And um, again, we've got a couple things going on uh, coming up in the fall. If you're interested in that, just uh, jump online and, and uh, follow us and see what we're doing. And if you'd like to be a part of anything, uh, any questions or whatever, just, just contact us here at the church. We're so glad that everyone here showed up today. What a uh, kind of a gray day outside, but I believe that uh, this is getting ready to go into a wonderful season uh, here in Pennsylvania. Love living in this area for that reason alone. How many love the fall? Love the fall, and there's so many good things about it, but um, we're really excited about what God's doing really in this whole area. Because not only is God um, kind of working in people's hearts, but He's joining churches together, joining pastors together, and uh, causing the church to come together as one man. How many believe it's important that we, we really walk together in, in churches and our communities and, and let the community see that we love one another and that we love God? And, and uh, so we're working hard and on that and, and just connecting with uh, other churches, excited about that. And if you get a chance to be a part of anything we're doing, we really want you to be a part of that. And uh, so, again, we're excited about uh, you being here, but I'm really excited about preaching the Word today because we value the Word of God. One of our core values here at our church is, come on, amen, you love the Word of God, we love that. So we want to take some time today, and if you'll just turn in your Bibles with me today to 1 John chapter 5, verse 13, or click on your device to 1 John chapter 5, verse 13, all the way towards the back of the New Testament. I love this scripture, it's very familiar. I'm going to read a scripture, we'll pray, and just maybe share with you some uh, thoughts concerning God's word today that are really going to encourage your faith. In 1 John chapter 5, verses 13, starting there, um, I love this. He, he says, these things I have I written, so it's the end of the letter, unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you might know that you have eternal life, and that you might believe on the name of the Son of God. Verse 14, and this is the confidence that we have in God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Verse 15, and if we know that He hears us, we know that He hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that are desired of Him or that we desire from Him. Amen. This morning I want to talk to you about platinum prayers. Amen. Amen. Platinum prayers. And so everybody's like, ooh, we're talking about money. No, nope, we're talking about prayer. Amen. But let's pray today. Lord, we just thank you 
for such a wonderful day. Thank you for really a wonderful opportunity to come together as believers and those of us who are just coming into Christianity or even asking about the faith. Lord, we thank you that we have this opportunity to hear from you, Lord, through your word. Your word brings life. It's a treasure. It's like medicine. And all the things that the word of God is, I pray that it would do today as we read your word in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said... Amen. So he says this in verse 14. I want to focus on this verse. This is the confidence which we have before God that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. What I call platinum prayers. These are prayers that God hears. These are very important prayers. These are key prayers. And those kind of prayers, what I like to call platinum prayers, amen, are prayers that God hears. These are prayers that when we pray according to His will. This is what John is communicating with us and teaching this lesson today. Prayers that are praying according to his will. How many want to do God's will? How many would pray according to God's will? I want to do that. And so John is giving us some things. I want to share some principles about praying according to the will of God. A couple translations really break the scripture down in verse 14 and says this, that if we ask anything in agreement with or consistent with God's will, anything in line with God's will or anything that he wants us to have, when we ask for things that fit his plan, anything that meets his approval, or when we ask God for the things that God cares about, he hears us, is what he's saying. And so this is important to understand God's will. The Bible teaches us that we live by the will of God and we live for the will of God. In fact, it says that we shouldn't say, I'm going to do this tomorrow, I'm going to do this the next day, but we should say, God willing. Come on, right? We should say, Lord willing, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that, because we live by and we live for the will of God. In Romans chapter 12, it says that the will of God is good and perfect for us, amen. And that we're not good and perfect all the time, but how many know the will of God is good and perfect, amen. And aren't you glad that God doesn't have any platinum members in the kingdom, he just has platinum prayers, amen. These are prayers that are effective, and these are prayers that uh, and the Bible teaches us that God hears. And so I want to share with you today some, some platinum prayers, but we pray according to the will of God. And, and really doing the will of God is part of my consecration to God. When I was uh, born again and I met the Lord and we began to walk together and came in relationship with God, I, I, I found out right away that I wanted to do his will. I want to do what God wants me to do. How many, how many feel that way, amen, about the Lord? And we want to do God's will. And it's part of my consecration before the Lord and my relationship with the Lord is that I want to do his will. Two chapters before our text in First uh, John chapter 2, he writes this. Uh, John the Beloved says that heaven and earth will pass away, but those that do the will of God will live forever. Amen. Jesus teaches a story, and he gives a story, and he says that there was two men, and he said uh, one built his house on the sand, and when the storm came, it crumbled and fell. And then another man, when he built his house on the rock, when the storms came, it stood the test of time. And he correlates those two men with those who do or do not do the will of God. Those who do the will of God, he says, will be like those who build their house on the rock. I want to be the guy that builds his house on the rock. I want to do God's will. Amen. And so he tells that story to, to let us know that we live by and we live for the will of God. I believe that many people uh, and many Christians pray for God's will, but they're really not ready to do the will of God. They're not really willing to do the will of God. 
And so how many know it's important that what we, we pay attention to what we pray about? And, and John's saying here that prayers that are effective and prayers that are platinum before God that he hears are prayers that are according to his will. After all, Jesus gave us this principle about daily prayer. What did he say? He said that we should be praying on a daily basis and have this heart posture. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, right? Have, right as it is in heaven and earth. And so this is, should be our daily heart posture before God anyways that we want to see God's will done in our lives. Amen. I want to see God's will done in the city. I want to see God's will done in my family. And I want to see God's will done in my kids and, and my marriage. I want God's will for my life. Amen. And so it's important that I pray according to God's will. Jesus gave us a, really a secret uh, of success, if you will, in his ministry, a key to success in ministry. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. But one of the things he says in John chapter 5 is Jesus gave us this key to success of his ministry and the secret of his success, if we could say that. He said this, he said, I can't do anything by myself. How I many you know that's that's good, right? That's success, right? We can't do anything on ourselves. We need God. I, need, I do what my Father says to do. I, I go where He tells me to go. I, I'm empowered by Him. I can't do anything of myself. But here was the key. He said this in verse uh, 30. He said that I don't seek my own will, but I seek the will of the Father who sent me. I mean, that's key in our lives. So we've got to seek God's will for our lives. And then, and then David said this in Psalms 143, verses 8 and 10. He said, Lord, show me the way that I should go, for I trust you with my life. Verse 10, teach me to do your will, for you're my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. Amen. In the path that you want me to go, in the way that you want me to go. How many know when we follow God's will, it's not always easy, but it's the right way. It's the good way. Amen. And it's God's way. Amen. And so discovering God's will for our lives, a lot of times we begin to ask questions and say, God, what do you have for me? What do you want me to do? What is your will for my life? How many have ever prayed that prayer? Maybe you're praying that prayer this week. Lord, what do you want me to do? What we're really saying is when we pray this prayer, when we say, God, what do you want me to do? What we're really saying is, God, what is in your heart? Amen? Because how many know seeking God's will is seeking God's plans for our lives? Yes, it is. But it's also seeking his heart, his mind, and his de desires towards us. Part of the core of my love for God, that core element of my love for God, is wanting to please God. I mean, the Bible says I, we love him because he first loved us, gave himself for us on the cross. But how many know my desire, our desire really should be, I want to do God's will. I, I want to do what God wants me to do. I, I'm seeking God's plan for my life and God's desires. What's his heartbeat for my family and my kids and my life? And what does God want for me? Now, is there another way to pray? Is there another way to pray besides God's will? Yeah, there's another way to pray. It's called my will. And how many know my will gets me in trouble? My, my will isn't God's will. My will is a little different than God's will. Come on, somebody. Amen. But the Bible teaches us that we should pray according to His will. Not my will, Jesus prayed, but yours be done. Amen? Is that right? And so we want to pray according to the will of God. Jesus, even though He taught us that in Matthew 24, I like what this scripture says, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Amen. And we believe, oh, well, Jesus said anything. No. How many know he's not saying, you can ask anything over here, and then he says, according to my will over here. How many know he's, all, he's talking about his will altogether? If you ask anything in my name, well, Jesus doesn't want you to ask for yourself to be rich, famous, better than everybody else. He doesn't want you to pray curses on other people. Come on. We don't just ask anything, right? We pray according to his will. 
In James chapter 4, James was dealing with the situation with the Christians back then, and he was saying, look, you're praying a lot, you're doing a lot of praying, but your prayers are missing the mark, you're, you're praying selfish prayers, you're praying things that you can heap to yourself for your own pleasure, and he said, those prayers are missing the mark. You're praying uh, unnecessary prayers or prayers that God isn't hearing. But John teaches us that we can pray prayers that God hears, and those are prayers according to His will. How many want to pray according to His will? Amen. And so I believe that if Jesus made His Father's will a priority in His prayer life, so should we. If Jesus made it a point to pray about the Father's will all the time, and He made sure that He was listening to God to make sure that He was very careful to do the will of God, I believe that we need to be doing that as well. Amen? Do you believe that? I believe that. And so there's, there's that praying for the will of God, and then there's that praying in the will of God. And this is what John, the beloved, is teaching us, is that it's just one thing to pray for the will of God. God, what do you have? But it's also another to pray in the will of God. And so someone might ask themselves this question at this point and say, okay, uh, okay, I want to pray according to the will of God, but I don't know the will of God. That, that's fair, right? So how do I find out the will of God if I don't know how to pray in the will of God? I mean, like, okay, where do I begin? Well, just let me give you some keys today about praying according to the will of God. Number one, I believe it's important that we can start in His Word. We can start praying according to the Scriptures, the Bible. Amen. Praying according to God's Word. Why? Because God's heart is in His Word. Do you believe that? God's, God's Word, the Scriptures, are really God's heart expressed. And so when I'm praying God's Word and praying according to Scriptures and following along Scriptures, I'm praying words that uh, I'm really speaking God's language. I, I'm speaking, uh, really talking to God using His words. I'm praying His Word back to Him. And so when I'm praying according to the Word of God, I'm really speaking His language. How many want to talk His language? Amen. That's an important ingredient in a good relationship, isn't it? When you talk each other's language. Amen. When you're on the same page. And that's what happens when you pray the Word of God and you're praying according to the Word. You'll always be in the will of God. It's hard to get outside the will of God when you're following the Word of God, isn't it? Amen. Right, and so really the Word of God represents what He's already done. And so when I come to the Lord and I pray, I pray about what He's already done. I pray about what He's capable of. In the Word of God, it shows me what God is capable of. And I also begin to pray about what He wants to do. In the Scriptures, I found out what God wants to do. Amen. How many know God wants to save everybody? God wants to fill the earth with His glory. God wants to, amen, rescue people. Amen. God wants to heal people. God wants to feed people. Is that right? Right? And so I'm praying according to His will when I pray the Word of God. Amen. Let me just give you a few other things about praying in the Word of God. I think it's important that we pray for the things which the Bible commands prayer. Where the Bible says that we should pray. We are told to pray for enemies. We're, pray, we're told to pray that we don't enter in temptation. We're told to pray for laborers in the harvest field. We pray, pray for government authorities or for healing of our bodies. How many know the Lord wants us to pray for things, right? So start there. Start praying where the Bible commands prayer. Number two, that we should follow the example of godly characters in scriptures. And you follow the prayers of Abraham, and you follow the prayers of Moses and Noah, and you follow these prayers of, of Esther when she prayed for the nation. How many know when, when we began to pray like that, God begins to shake heaven and earth, and we see what God did in their life, and we have confidence that, well, God, you did it for them, 
you can do it for us. Amen. So we do that. And, and the third thing is, is that we pray for insight to the, to, to the Bible, to understand the Bible. Guidance through the passages that you don't understand. And pray for wisdom and understanding. And, and I used to do that a lot when I was uh, in, in Bible school as a young man. I used to pray, Lord, I just want to know your word. I just want to get it. And how many know it's important that we don't read the Bible through American context and culture. We read it through God's eyes. We read it through a, a, a person who God loves. Not, not Western culture, but we read it through, amen, God's eyes. And so it's important, isn't it? And then finally, to, to pray the Word of God is we pray verses that apply to your situation. Amen. That, that is so comforting, isn't it? To find that there's so many verses that fit and match your situation. <laughs> I love that about God. How many have ever just read one verse? One verse. You ever remember those verses a day? You love those? And now you have an app that gives up that verse a day. And all of a sudden it's like, that's exactly what I need today. Amen. So read verses that apply to your situation. Number two, I believe it's important to pray according to God's will is pray God's way. Pray God's way. This is really simply getting God's thoughts. And, and when we pray God's thoughts, I love this because when we pray God's thoughts, it lets me know I can do this. When I find out what God thinks about me and my situation and the world, I believe I have this confidence and this faith arises that says, God's got this. Amen? I mean, right? And so we pray God's thoughts. And when we pray God's thoughts, we really say that, Lord, you can do this. And I love this that uh, someone recently said and said that we need to go to God to get God, not things. Amen. And that's praying God's way. When we, he just wants us to come to get Him, <laughs> to receive from Him, to be in that love relationship with Him. Amen. To spend time with Him, not necessarily get all these things. Amen. And so one of the things I just so love about Jesus and the, and the example that He shows me in the Word about His prayer life was Jesus never altered the will of God in His life. He never wanted to alter the will of God. He never sought for a way out of the will of God. But he dug in to prayer and he dug in and leaned in a little bit more to the will of God. And he said, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Amen. So many times we come to God and we want to alter God's will for our lives. Lord, I don't like this. I don't feel comfortable. I don't think this is working out for me. But how many know when we just submit to God's way, amen, we'll begin to know God's will. And so I want to encourage you to do that. Let me throw out a few other things. Um, finishing up this point about praying God's way. And that is pray with the right motivation. That, that's how we pray God's way. Pray with the right heart posture and the right motivation. Pray with the spirit of forgiveness towards others. Pray with thanksgiving as the Bible teaches us. And pray with persistence. Don't ever give up. Amen. How many it was only through persistence that the snail made it to the ark? Amen. So that's how we are in prayer. We don't give up. Amen. We rely on the Holy Spirit in prayer to lead us and guide us and help us pray things that we don't know exactly how to pray, right? We think we do, but sometimes do you ever get to a place and you just come to God and you say, I don't even know what to say today, <laughs> right? right? But that's okay because the Holy Spirit will help us. And so lean in a, bit, a little bit. And I just want to finally just share this one last point in this, this, this part. And I just really kind of meditated on this this week and thought about this this week. You know, Jesus said that we need to approach him like a child, like childlike faith. How many believe that? How many believe that it's important to come to God with childlike faith? Some of you have children now and, or, or you, you have children that are grown and you remember some of these requests these kids would make, right? When your kids would ask for things, you were like, where did that come from? Like, Daddy, can we get a giraffe? Like, we live in a, you know, a high-rise building. That's not going to work out for us, right? 
oh, okay, can we go to Disney World tomorrow? Right? And these, 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 quests, the requests these kids would ask, you were like, where do they get this stuff, right? And so one, one of the things I love about the childlike faith that Jesus teaches us to have is that children ask, they, they ask based on thinking that it's going to happen. So we come to God and we ask in childlike faith because we think and are convinced he can do it. That it's actually possible to have a giraffe. That it's possible to have eight puppies tomorrow, right, that our neighbors are giving away. Come on, kids just ask for those things because they believe it's possible. And so we need to have that childlike faith. Let me just ask you a question. Do you approach the Lord in prayer as like with childlike faith or do you approach him like an adult? Jesus said, Didn't, don't come to me like an adult, but so many of us come to God like an adult. We have an agenda, we, we, it's very reasonable, it's rational, our prayers are thought out, it's logical, it makes sense, it's good, I got t- I'm on a timeline, come on. When kids ask for things, they just ask because they think it's going to happen. They believe that God is able to do it. That's childlike faith. I don't want to come to God like an adult and think I've got it all figured out and, and he's got to work within my time frame and my way. I just want to come thinking God's got this and however you want to do it, Lord, that's your will, not mine. Amen? Right? So we come to childlike faith. And thirdly is that we come in God's weight or in the weight. That's so important, isn't it? Amen. That um, I believe that like David really had this concept down when he prayed the prayer, I will wait for the Lord. My expectation is from Him. I will wait for the Lord. How many know with every promise, amen, there's a waiting period? (laughs) Amen. And as a child of God, we are defined by waiting. Abraham waited for the promise. The children of Israel waited, amen, for the deliverer. And then they waited for the promised land. Amen. The Old Testament prophets waited for the Messiah, the appearing of the Messiah. Amen. We now, New Testament believers, wait for the return of Jesus Christ. And we wait for our eternal home in heaven. Is that right? So we're defined by waiting. And sometimes this is kind of the hardest thing to learn, especially in prayer, is to wait. Amen. When, when, when John writes this and when Jesus describes this about prayer, he doesn't say that you're going to get instantaneously whatever you ask for. <laughs> he doesn't say that. That clause is left out, isn't it? Amen. There's a waiting clause there and he leaves it out. And he says, look, he says that it's about that God hears you. That's what's important is that God is listening to you. Now we put that in God's hands and whenever God wants to meet that need and do that, that's up to him because it's his will, not ours. Amen. And so sometimes it's that living in the in-between. How many have ever been there? You've been in-between. Amen. The promise and the prayer. You've been in-between and you're living in that area of the in-between. And it can feel like the most, really the, the biggest waste of time, the most passive experience of your life. But how many know waiting is always God's work? God uses waiting. And there's a waiting time. You know, it's the silence of God that gets to us sometimes. Come on, it's not, the, it's not the promise, it's not the blessing, it's not the answer that God provides. Sometimes it's the waiting, it's the silence of God. But it's in that waiting that we really begin to see it's part of the story. Waiting is part of the victory. Waiting is part of the joy. Waiting, come on, uh, the Bible says that because of the joy that was set before Jesus, he endured the cross. Can anybody say amen? And so it's that waiting time, it's that in-between time, amen, that can be the most blessed time. Because godly waiting is active. 
This is what I've noticed about God, and I'm finishing up here today, that what I've noticed about God is that godly waiting is active. And so even when there's a waiting period, there's always an area God is moving in. Amen. How many know that God may say, amen, I'm not, I haven't answered that prayer yet, but there's always another area that He's moving in, He's working in. There's always something that God is doing while we're waiting. Amen. And it's in that waiting room experience that you really, truly know who God is. <laughs> and you really find out who you are, don't you? But you know who God is. And it's that journey, part of the journey and that part of our story and it's part of the blessing is the waiting. Amen. And so it, whether it's, it's Mary who waited for the promise and whether it's Sarah who waited for the promise or whether it's Moses and, and Noah who waited for the promise, amen, I believe that God is faithful who promised because it's not by my will, my timeline, my way. It's His will. It's His way today. How many can say, Lord, I want to pray according to your will today? Amen. I, I want to step into this kind of this new realm of faith, and maybe I just need to be a little bit more patient in the waiting. Amen. You know, someone said it wasn't the 120 days or 300 days of floating, amen, it, or, or of the flood, the 40 days of the flood that got to Noah. It was the waiting. It was the floating, amen, period. It was the, amen, when there was no steering wheel, amen, hallelujah. And, and that was the, that's kind of get to you, doesn't it? Amen. I don't know about you, but the 40 days of rain probably would have got to me. And then you wait for a whole nother almost year. Well, that would drive everybody crazy. But it's in that moment that we really began to trust the Lord. And it's in that moment that John said, this is our confidence. How many believe today that I want to pray according to the will of God? Amen. Can we stand on our feet today? Amen. Let's stand on our feet today. One of the things I love about this particular scripture here in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 says that he opens up and he, he just, he, he even said it in verse 13, but in verse 14, I love this, he said, this is the confidence that we have, that he hears us. This is our confidence. This is our hope in prayer. This is when, I'm, when I can know that I can pray according to the will of God. This is my confidence because he hears me. I love that about this scripture. This confidence, this abiding faith combined with God's power can produce amazing results if we uh, are in harmony with God's will. When, when we say that, Lord, this is my confidence, not, not that you're, when you're going to meet it and I need you to do it then and I need you to do this way, but Lord, my confidence is not necessarily in the answer. My confidence is the fact that you hear me. How many believe that God is hearing you right now? God hears your prayer. Someone said, well, you know, the Lord just didn't answer me yet, and I just didn't get my answer. I've been years and years and years. That's not where my confidence lies. My confidence is in the fact that He hears me. And my confidence lies in the fact that I can pray in the will of God or pray according to the will of God. How amazing is God to let me in on the secret of his plan for my life. Isn't that great? Amen. But it takes a couple things I'm praying. It takes that wisdom. I want to pray for wisdom today. I want to pray and ask God for wisdom, Lord, that I'll know the will of God. I'll know in every situation, every circumstance, I can know the will of God. And then I want to ask in faith. I want to trust you. I want to trust the will of God. How many know sometimes you just got to trust the process? Come on, you just got to trust him. You've got to trust your heart in his hands. You've just got to trust the process. You've just got to trust what God is doing, that he is bigger and that his plan is bigger. And so for me, like John writes here, is like today is like, this is my confidence. This is what I trust in right here is that he hears me. And I don't know about you, but I want to pray these platinum prayers. I want to pray these prayers that say, Lord, whatever your will is for my life, 
Amen. For my family, for my children, for our business, whatever it is, I want your will to be done. I want it to be according to your word. I want to pray in your word. Help me pray in your word. I want it to be your way. And Lord, I want it to be in your time. I want to be in your waiting period. Amen. And that time, amen, to come forth. And so I want to encourage you today and just encourage you in prayer today that to pray the kind of prayers that God hears, and that is according to his will. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you today for such a wonderful day because we have this opportunity to really just read your word. And it's an opportunity for us to just get stronger in our faith. And that's why we're here today. We're not here because we've got to just kind of exercise a religious duty. We're here, first of all, because we love you. We love other people, but we love your word. And we want to grow in our faith. And this is what it's about today, Lord. Help me in any way. If there was something that was shared today, Lord, an element, a nugget today that I can take away from this word, that I can grow in my faith and then encourage other people to grow in their faith. So be it, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that as I, Lord, began to come before you in prayer, some of us feel like we just can't pray anymore, but Lord, I come before you today and I approach you knowing that you want to hear from me, knowing that you love me, Lord, knowing that my prayers are important to you, but I want to pray really the effective prayers and they are according to your will. Help me today. In Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said, Amen. Amen. Today, whatever your need is, maybe you came and you had a need, or maybe someone in your family, they're sick. We have a prayer team that's coming. We'd love to pray with you and see God move and work in your life. If you're visiting with us and maybe you'd like some information on our church, the people in the back, host team will come to you, a cup of coffee in the back. There's all kinds of cool stuff. And please uh, pick up your children. Don't forget that. But God bless you today. And let's begin to pray according to God's will like never before. God bless you.